Thank you all for tuning in to the Your Edge podcast. I'm Therese Van Ryn, Global Director of Public Relations at Zebra Technologies, and here to give us her year-end Inclusion and Diversity Action Report is Natalie Botis, Senior Director of Inclusion and Diversity and Employer Brand at Zebra. Wow, time flies, doesn't it? Where did the year go, Natalie? Oh, I know. It's uh, gone in a blink of an eye. <laughs> That's right. So I'm curious, how would you sum up the last year? You know, I think there's two words that I always, you know, go back to, which is, you know, kind of momentum and, you know, kind of additional work, (laughs) which I guess is more than two words. But I think I think so much of the work that we've been doing really underscores the strong progress that we've made. Mm -hmm. And we have. And, you know, it's really especially this time of year, powerful to just step back and reflect on the work that we've done, how we've made an impact. And yet, you know, I I always come back to the fact that, you know, the journey is far from over, right? There's, there's lots um, for us to continue to focus on, to accelerate, to deepen our impact. Uh, And that really is our North Star for, you know, kind of years and years to come. Mm -hmm. But when I think about um, the progress that we've made the last year, I mean, there's, there's some big things, right? So this was the first year, I mean, you can probably remember, Therese, that we launched formal goals for all of our employees um, around inclusion and diversity. So, you know, we, we had strong kind of, you know, quantitative measures for our people leaders and our ELT. And, and that was, you know, a big you know, shift for us, which is really, really exciting. We launched two new inclusion networks. So our Asians and Allies group, A to Z, and also our um, ZOA, Zebras for of All Abilities Inclusion Network, Um, which is really exciting. I mean, so now we've got eight inclusion networks in our family, uh, which is, which is really incredible. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've, we've driven an increase in engagement from our overall employee population in, you know, the number of people that are engaging in the work that we're doing. Uh, We've done some focused development work. Um, We've done all sorts of things around allyship, sharing our progress externally through these types of blogs. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, a lot, and I could keep going, but I know that, um, for the sake of time and, you know, for our viewers out there, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, but again, as I mentioned that, you know, our, our work is far from over. I mean, many of these things are things that we've launched within the last 12 months or that were growing from, you know, kind of when they initially started and really deepening the maturity of the programs, the impact, how we're able to really scale those broadly across the employee um, population. Um, that's really, you know, again, the work that we have ahead of us. So, you know, our, our future pillars for next year are really focused on, you know, continuing to do the work um, to foster a culture of belonging and increase diversity at all levels while making an impact on our community. And we're just going to be focused on doing it even better um, than we've done thus far. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's a great summary. And and you did mention allyship. I know you yep. and your team have been strong advocates for that, especially over these past several months. Before we talk about what we've been doing there to create more acceptance, a culture of acceptance at Zebra and across global communities, can you share with our listeners your view of allyship? What does it mean to be an ally? I mean, for me, allyship is really about a lot of things. And I think it's being able to look internally at yourself um, and continue to learn and grow and lean in, acknowledging that each of us are starting at very different places. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's moving past kind of talking about wanting to be more engaged 
in inclusion, uh, wanting to be a part of, you know, kind of the future and, and change and really focused on doing and action and commitment. Um, you know, so I think of things like, you know, simple um, as being an upstander, right? When if you're in a meeting and something is said that's not appropriate or, you know, you know, being able to advocate in the moment for, you know, kind of what needs to happen or following up afterwards or taking an action, right? Um, you know, really starting to think about what's the active role I play, you know, kind of, and, and how you can support the outcome, which is, you know, fostering a workplace where every single employee feels as though they can be their authentic selves. So that's beyond kind of the traditional feel good activities, right? And really thinking about, you know, what what's the active role I play? Um, and, and, you know, in some cases, you know, acknowledging, you know, kind of, um, how those who are already included or maybe have some level of privilege can even use that to advocate for others more broadly. Um, I think there's there's a lot there that, you know, is really important for us to really center on and focus on to truly drive change. Mm-hmm. How has Zebra been encouraging greater allyship across the company? Yeah, so we, we've done a number of different things. Um, and I think I've talked about in previous um, discussions that you and I have had via this forum, some of the work we've done, um, you know, our partnership with Catalyst um, mm-hmm. and their men advocating for real change programs. So they have hosted a virtual summit um, around this time last year where we sponsored several of our Zebra leaders to attend. And mm-hmm. um, we've been working with those individuals over the past almost year now to develop um, additional learning resources, tools, discussion forums, for the broader Zebra Nation to get engaged in. And and we're, you know, teeing up, you know, kind of on-demand learning resources for, you know, again, how can I challenge my own assumptions or biases? What do I do about that? You know, what are those daily acts of inclusion that I can commit to? Um, We hosted a session um, with um, Franz Johansson of the Medici Group, um, who talked about, you know, the intersection of inclusion and innovation. And, you know, the work that each of us need to do, right, to really create the environment in which that, you know, that type of um, culture can really thrive. Um, And just this past quarter, we've introduced um, what we're calling allyship learning circles, which, you know, are really discussion-focused forums where we can unpack topics like the ones I'm discussing, right? What are the tangible, practical actions I can take? How can I advance my own understanding of myself, uh, of concepts like, you know, how do I, you know, create a workplace where, um, you know, I, I'm doing my part to, again, advocate for those that, you know, um, you know, may, may need that additional support or, or better mm-hmm. understand the lived experiences of others and, you know, kind of what, what then I do about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think through a variety of forums, we've been able to really, you know, spark some meaningful discussion and more importantly, commitment to action. Mm-hmm. We've also been focused on how do we take those concepts and really drive them more deeply within our leadership population. So we've got, um, you know, a, a annual or not an annual, but a biannual conference where we get together every two years or so with our top leaders of the company and really engaging them in these discussions as well. You know, what is the role that all employees play, but what is the role that you play as a leader? Um, mm-hmm. So also critically important to this discussion. Very important. Agreed. Are you seeing progress there? Do you feel people are becoming more aware and supportive of people's individuality or do you find biases are, are still prevalent? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely am seeing progress. Like I said, we've, we've seen some really good movement and, you know, kind of a number of folks that are engaging. We're getting really strong feedback 
on the programs that we're that we're driving. But the reality is, is the goal, you know, I think, you know, if we if our goal is to eliminate bias, unconscious biases in all forms, I think it will be really difficult to be successful. Um, those those biases are there. They're there unconsciously. What we want to do is we want to raise awareness to those. Mm. We want that instead of those things happening subconsciously or behind the scenes, we want to increase those, pull those into clear focus, make sure that you have the ability to spot it, see it, say something about it, take ownership over it so you can move closer to conscious inclusion. So that's that's a really important focus for us and all of us need to take steps each and every day to truly make a difference. Mm. Um, so more and more people are leaning into the discussions, more and more people are taking active steps um, to really, you know, break this, um, you know, like I, like I said, you know, kind of, elevating the focus, if you will, on some of these potential biases and what they can do about them. Mm -hmm. So we've had, you know, a number of, of great events and engagement opportunities, many of which I've discussed, um, and, and also including our courageous conversations and even some focused uh, sessions with our inclusion networks, uh, topics exactly like the ones that we're discussing. Mm -hmm. That's great. There have been several public discussions lately about whether the efforts being made by companies and individuals to create more inclusive work and social environments are genuine or simply performative. What's your take on that, Natalie? And what is Zebra doing to improve our culture? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important for us to continue to ask ourselves that question. And what I think of when I think of performative allyship is, you know, when, when I mentioned earlier, you know, kind of talking a lot about inclusion, but not really focusing on the outcomes or the impact. Um, I think what I really appreciate about the, the leaders that we're working with at Zebra and, and how we're approaching this work as a company is um, as much as we focus on you know, having the right discussions, we're also focused on driving outcomes. Um, and the commitment to that is, is really there. Um, and I think that's critical. I think if, we're com if we say we're committed to advancing you know, kind of a culture of belonging, if we're saying we're committed to advancing and increasing representation at all levels of the company, then you know, we, we need to be squarely focused on that um, and, and make sure that we have clear goals and measures, you know, like the, um, se several of the commitments that I mentioned earlier about the MBOs and the goals that we've introduced to all of our people leaders and executive team members. So I think that's really critical, right? In terms of moving past, you know, talking about it and simply, you know, doing inclusion and diversity work for the sake of it to something that, you know, we, we are really, really um, putting our resources behind. And I think that's absolutely true within yeah. our organization. Absolutely. At a societal level, what is it going to take to move the needle in 2022? How do we help people see that both similarities and differences can enrich our lives? Yeah, I mean, gosh, I think that's such a big one to unpack, right? How do we affect societal um, transformation, right? Um, I think that that's huge. But some of the work that I'm excited about that we're doing, and Teresa, I know you and I have had a chance to partner on much of this, is how we are focused on the work outside of our four walls, if you will, right? The work in our communities. Mm -hmm. And we've had a lot of really good discussion and, and we, we're teeing up what I'm really excited about is some strong plans going into next year about, you know, how do we align our giving, you know, our, our philanthropic donations to um, causes um, and organizations that are really committed to advancing um, the quality, you know, beyond, you know, within their local communities. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, I think that's really critically important. And, and, even beyond the work that we do in terms of financial giving, 
um, giving of our time of ourselves. And so, you know, just recently we launched a partnership with Chicago Public School Systems. We're really excited to do work there and supporting their STEM programs um, and getting, you know, kind of oftentimes underrepresented youth more engaged in careers in STEM. That's just one small example. And I know that there's many other things we're looking to do going into next year that um, I think are, are all, you know, such critical aspects to how we affect true change, right? Beyond just you know, the things that we're doing internally. I agree. And it's been exciting to see employees from all different areas across the company step forward to help in those different activities like Chicago Public Schools, right? Right. Amazing. What specifically will Zebra be doing in the coming months to continue to help ensure employees can be their authentic selves at work? Yeah, well, you know, I think for us, it's focused on we want to make sure that we're not just, you know, doing things, driving programs because we think it's because we instinctually think it's the right thing to do. We want to make sure that the work that we're doing is rooted in what are what we're hearing from our employees. Right. Um, and so to continue those efforts, we're, we're launching, like many companies, uh, uh, an all employee engagement survey. Um, and have specific demographic um, information included as a part of that so we can better understand, you know, what is the the lived experience of employees within Zebra. So we're going to get that um, refresh of those insights going into Q1 of next year, where we'll be able to step back and say, okay, hey, you know, what impact have we made with the programs that we've driven thus far? Mm -hmm. And what work do we still need to do, right? We need to be focused on that. We need to be focused on, you know, driving outcomes and, you know, again, what are the experiences of our Zebra employees? So that's going to be certainly something that we focus, um, that we focus on. We're going to continue to focus on allyship. We're going to continue to focus on um, creating a space where you can be authentically yourself. So sharing our own Be Real, Be You stories, right? We're all so much more than name, job title, years in role, right? There's so much more. We all have so many things that make us unique and individual. And so we want to really lean into that and celebrate that. And we're also going to be squarely focused on how we support leaders across the organization who are really playing such an important role in shaping our culture on a day-to-day basis. So we need to partner alongside them and continue in this work. And so that will be certainly something that we um, do even more of to make sure that we're sharing best practices around inclusion and diversity and, and the work that we do. That all, that all sounds absolutely outstanding, and I look forward to being a part of these initiatives. I know it will take conscious effort for all of us to recognize and then challenge inherent biases, but I know Zebra Nation celebrates diversity and will embrace the opportunity to uplift those around us and fortify a culture rooted in equality and inclusivity. Thanks so much for being with us, Natalie. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's always such a pleasure. Absolutely. Well, as we sign off for the last time in 2021, we wish you, Natalie, and all of those listening a very joyful holiday season and a peaceful new year. We look forward to catching up with all of you in 2022. Yeah, looking forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye.